What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I am LaShawn Jones, owner and operator of the Got What You Need Network, but better known as Tall Sean TS is who I am. And I have my group of bandits <laughs> with me today. Um, this is the Got What You Need Network end of the year podcast um, gathering. Um, we have Darrell. Uh, introduce yourself, my guy. What's going on? It's Darrell Peart. Host of the Encouraging Inspire podcast um, yeah. out of Orlando, Florida. Nice, glad, nice. Glad to be here. <laughs> Erica. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Model E, of course. Um, my podcast is called Talking with E. So make sure you check me out every bi week starting in 2024, if you don't already. You, you're a part of more than one podcast, little Nick. What's the other podcast you and on? Life and Love with my <laughs> husband, Tosh. Yeah, <laughs> right there. Yes, right. Last but not least, we have yeah, everyone. Name is Trey Dodd. I'm half of the black male podcast duo with a brother named Tosh. Show, and I don't know where he at. He around here somewhere. <laughs> Trey Dodd, of course, is who I am. <laughs> Yo, we um we missing one person, um Sky of um Hollow Tricks podcast. Um, he has he has some um, pressing engagements, but you know we got majority of the squad, man. Um, we ever so growing. Um, <clears throat> I think um Darrell, Darrell has kind of been you know Darrell and Erica. No, I think everybody been there. No, Darrell and Erica probably been here the longest. Um, so they've seen different iterations of even the Black Male podcast. We've seen different iterations of just the network as as, as a whole. So, do, like, let's start off, Darrell. What are you thinking? Like, how do you feel about your podcast and how the 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 beginnings of your podcast to now? How like how are you feeling about podcasting? I mean, I love it, man. I love being in the media space. Um, I love the fact that I can bring awareness to um, people with disabilities. Cause that's one thing I wanted to do with this pod as well as be being in the music business and be able to teach. Cause at the end of the day, like I'm an educator, I teach, I share knowledge. And then, and then also getting a chance to interview some really cool people. And yeah. like, what, what I like is that people see my podcast. Sean would send me emails from people that would like find out who I have no idea who they are. And I, you get emails to say, Hey, they want to go on your podcast. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because I mean, I, I like I'm still a, kind of a baby in the podcasting world, like mm -hmm. you know, and, and I don't really do video, I do right. audio just because it's just easy for me to do all the all set up. So, um, but it's cool to um, be able to just have fun, man, and, and just have great conversations, right? So, I like right. It. So, what what is that one interview that you think that stood out so far for you? Cause you've had a lot of dope interviews. You had a lot of dope interviews. I mean, you you interviewed um Tracy Lee, Trey yeah. Lee. Uh, you know, yeah. we all know Trey Lee everywhere to my crew. Yeah, for him to be a lawyer, <laughs> I didn't know yeah. he was a lawyer oh, yeah. until I, I until I really listened to your pod. Yeah. So, like, how man. was like how was that well, like? We'll, what's that we'll one talk, interview? We'll talk, I will, definitely, I would say, man, this I can't pick one, but definitely we'll talk about Tracy Lee, man. Like. Tracy is a cool dude. I got actually met him through New School Rules, which is the conference that I work with um, in Rotterdam in Europe. Shout out to Hank and Greg. And that's how I met Tracy, man. And we just had a chance. We just kind of took a liking to each other. And, and I invited him on my podcast and just kind of learned about his story. Uh, being uh, the only artist, former major label act, 
I think he had like 27 weeks at the, at the billboard or something like that. To oh, yeah, be that song a, was crazy. A, a practicing attorney and to be the last person to get a co-sign from Big. Right, right, right. I mean, to get a co-sign. I mean, and and if you look to that record, he held his own no, on that didn't. record, on it, on that record. So to get a co-sign from, from Big is huge. And to him to um, really want to help artists because very few, very few lawyers know what it's like to be I think lawyer, a lot of lawyers, the Tim Lawyers are just were disgruntled artists at one point, but to have the success that Tracy had and to be able to speak from both sides of it as a creative and as an attorney, I think was pretty cool. But I mean, I've interviewed so many cool people. Kipper Jones that wrote all of Brandy's early hits, I Want to Be Down. Believe it or not, people don't know this. I Want to Be Down was not supposed to be for her. Sure, right, right. That was supposed to be for Vanessa Williams. That was supposed to be for, mm-hmm. uh, it was supposed to be Vanessa Williams' record and I remember telling me a story that he was in the studio working with Vanessa Williams and he got a call saying, oh man, we got this, we got this 14 year old girl that we really love and we think the song will be great. He said, I don't work with kids. Because <laughs> he's just coming off working with Vanessa Williams. She's selling months, selling millions of records. He said, I don't work with kids. They just cut the record. He said, all right, well, you don't want to cut this. So just cut the record. And they cut it and she did the one take and the rest is history. So, I mean, you know, the fact that he got, he's worked with icons like that. And I've been so fortunate to, to be able to call people my friend, people that I grew up listening to, and to call them my friends from being in the, from now being in the music industry and 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 love and being able to touch people the way I do. Right. And, and Sean, I'll say this, man. I mean, that's no about secret. That mushy shit. No, nah, but I gotta say it because <laughs> because people might not know. Right. People might not know. Like I'm in this business because of you, and but I've 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 forged my own path my own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you did. And um. You know, to, to write the book that I wrote because there's so many people, people that want there's so many people with disabilities that want to be in the record business. And this is this industry is not an industry with social responsibility. So nobody cares mm. to like to give to give people opportunities, you mm. know, in my situation. I've created everything. Yeah. No, everything I've ahead. everything I've done, I've created it. No, you did a great job with it. I I say this. Yeah. It was it was for me if we since since you're on your mushy mold moment. <laughs> it was for me when it comes to when it comes to the music side of things, when we first connected, you know what I mean? And I saw you as a sponge because every time I would say something and what we were working on, you were soaking the game up and mm-hmm. that we progressed. We've done a lot of dope shit in Orlando mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. were still trying to do today out mm-hmm. here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We created a lane musically to have mm-hmm. a collective of artists. You remember we went to Tampa, mm-hmm. normally one artist performs. We mm-hmm. took that 10 minute set and we had our whole label perform mm-hmm. to a point where people that wasn't fans of us, now fans of us right. at that time mm-hmm. because of right. what we did, you know what I mean? And how we created music. So, yeah, and how we put together shows and how we did things. So what you did was when I left Orlando, you know, prematurely when I left, in yeah. the middle of us working on some really dope shit. Yeah, but, on an album, on a yeah. compilation project. Yeah. We actually there. That I still have, and it's fire. It's still yeah. good to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When um when I left, you um, yo, it was time for you to step up. It was, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Now people didn't, it was people that didn't believe, but the one thing I've always said, you never predicate your business on no artists. Because no. artists come mm-hmm. a dime a dozen especially independent artists, they fickle as hell. You get them popping and then all of a sudden they feel like they did it all by themselves and then they leave and then you see what happened. The motherfuckers is begging to come back. And and I'll deal with that now. I mean, I'll just be transparent. You know, David Keyes, you know, that's my brother. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I love him. But, you know, he decided to go on a different path. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm not mad at him. <laughs> so he's my brother. But right. if I if I if I put my eggs in one basket said I'm just going to manage him, then I will be I will be I'll be screwed. One of my mentors, Alan Johnson, said, Dora, man, brand yourself because artists come and they will go. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> you always got to brand. Yeah. Yourself. Okay. You got to brand yourself. And that's what I've done. You know, every time y'all see me promoting, putting artists in platforms, and magazine, I put myself in there. Yeah. I tell my story. Right. I've been featured. I've yeah. been featured in like 18 magazines over the last six years. Right. Telling my story. You know, so that way I could at least have an opportunity to build a relationship that can last no matter if artists are here today or gone to ain't, ain't gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Cause that's just what it is. No matter that's what a part of the game. Unfortunately, when you work with artists behind the scenes, especially in a management role, no matter what you do, it's never good enough. It's just never good enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. always, they always and the, and it's, the sad part is if you help them win, they they did it on their own. If they yeah. happen to mm -hmm. lose, it's all your fault. <laughs> That's exactly. the sad part about this game when it comes to management side. But let's mm. let's move to the next spot of things. Yeah. Model yeah. E, model mm. E, model E. You yeah. your podcast has been in multiple different um iterations. It was um you was a part of the the end of time for some action. You yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. started doing that, and then it rolled into E and Friends, and now it's talking with E. So yeah. like, <clears throat> how you feel about podcasting today? for you, you know, as an independent person, because yeah. you know, podcast has been more, the people that's so-called winning are the people that's so-called celebrities. Right, exactly. <laughs> so today, how I feel about podcasting versus then. Um, today, I feel very good about it. Uh -huh. Sometimes, you know, I do have my my mixed reviews of it because yeah. it is a lot of work. So it is, you know, you have to stay dedicated to it and you got to keep up with it. Right. But this wasn't something that I wanted to do simply because I am such an introvert. You know, I didn't thought that this was something that I could do, you know, right. talk behind the mic and also, you know, be on video. That's something different for me. Right. So when I first started out, I was, you know, very nervous. And sometimes I am still nervous because every time I do it, it's like it's something new. Right. But, you know, I have a grasp on it now. And plus, I have so many people that listen to me. So it makes me keep going yeah no. you do have a broad fan <laughs> yeah. base you know yeah. i am i'm gonna keep it be honest i'm her biggest critic about her pod i'm not gonna mm -hmm. lie she know i am i fucking <laughs> hated her yeah. pods sometimes because yeah. i feel like the solo pods i feel like a podcast should be multiple people having a conversation i think with women mm -hmm. having that dope woman conversation is good but every time i look at the numbers she's always the top in our pods she's always like has the most downloads the most views and it's not like she promotes heavy she promotes heavy but it's not like yeah, we're doing yeah, anything yeah. extra on the promotion side of things mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then i look right. at her age the ratio because i look at all the stat the statistics and stuff and i'll be like god damn it as much as i be fucking hating <laughs> the motherfucking pod is doing well and i can't i, I gotta just leave it alone like stop putting your yep, your exactly. shit on it because trey always say i overthink things and then i'll <laughs> fuck some shit up because i'm over here overthinking and just let it go yes a, <laughs> lot, a lot of times you are over analytical yes you are <laughs> <laughs> so but i i see that is working now would i like to mm. podcast with you know other people more than i do yes i do but i guess it's the 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 current 
place, you know, where I'm at, the situation where I'm in, I really don't really have those people to depend on. You know, people will say, hey, yeah, e, I want to come on your podcast, you know, let me know what's up. And then when I do let them know what's up, set up a time, there are no way to be found. <laughs> so, you know, I just do it myself. And so my, my conversations are based around women mostly. And it's for men too. It educates men too, because the more you guys know about us, the more happier you will be in your relationship. You know, yeah, that's I'm what miserable. I always say. I'm miserable. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> miserable, happy. Yeah, that's such thing. So, you know, and I talk about a whole broad range of things from health, you know, relationship, yes. just things that's just going on about women that, and I will say stuff that women would want to talk about, but don't want to talk about. Right. So, you know, that's, that's just what I do for talking with E. And <laughs> as for my other podcast that I have with my husband, Life and Love, and, you know, you speak on that more than I'll come in, you know, that's, you know, more of, you know, marriage, you know, long-term relationship, just, you know, stuff that what we do, we kind of put it out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we just had a dope um, interview with a, um, a, a, um, a relationship coach. coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that'll be our last <clears throat> when by the time people hear this, they that pod'll be already out. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was one of the pods that was fire, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She she was definitely intrigued about us, but then we was intrigued about what she had going on and what, what she yeah. had going on. You know, mm -hmm. talking to a relationship coach, someone that actually really get clients who really yeah. looking for love. Someone and, who or, does it. <laughs> but she's but like she said, she's not a counselor. Yeah, no you counselor, know what I'm saying? no therapist. Yeah, she's not yeah. a therapist, but she does love, she does relationship coaching and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And she mm -hmm. does relationship events, but she has a broad client base, That's which is yeah, which is wild. Good. But, you know, digress. <laughs> My guy, Trey Dot. What's, what's going What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, as, the same thing with you, bro. Like, kind of a similar question. Um, in podcasting, the Black Male Podcast has been through a few different iterations. It was three of us. We was named the Black Male, as in like handing out letters. Mm -hmm. Then it went to just me for a little while. Then I scratched that, and it was back to me and you again. Um, like how how you feel about since you've been podcasting? You know, what I mean, since I asked, you know, I mean, and you've podcast before. You know, before I asked you, you've already was doing it. You was doing it off and on with other places. But now that you're like full time with this, how does it feel with, with it for you? I mean, when it first started, you know, I was new because I was really just meeting both of y'all. So right. I'm like the guest in the house. So I didn't really say a whole lot. I just came through. And um, I didn't like the male part because I didn't get it. Right. You know what I mean? Not that it was whack or nothing. I just didn't really get it. Mm -hmm. And... You know, we were feeling each other out, man. We were all in different parts of life, man. And, you know, it just was what it was. And, you know, when he left, you had said two people won't work. I did. And then you did it with one person, as yeah. if one is better than two. And I then did. you said that wasn't going to work. It didn't work. Then you said, hey, let's do it again. So I'm like, this nigga's crazy. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> and, um, you know, you grow as you move along, man. It's, it's It helps and hurts that we're also friends in real life. Um. As much as we are very transparent with each other, we still have egos towards each other sometimes, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> in the early days. Those, those, yeah, we graduated behind it because we recognize it. And egos within relationships lead to flare-ups and shit like that. And it'll show up on the show. And, you know, it's not, that's that's not our best performances. Nah, that. Nah. But 
you know, we grew from that. I mean, it's a saturated market. It's a saturated market of junk food. So, mm-hmm. you know, it becomes frustrating. But um, it's what it is, man. I, I enjoy doing it. You know, I don't have a problem talking on the mic. I don't have a problem being on camera. So I look no, at true. it as all part of all encompassing part of a brand. That's how I look at it. Yeah, that's true. No, and it's been working, bro. I think the Black Mill Podcast um has grown tremendously. It has um yeah. it has um we have a we have a nice fan base, especially audio wise. Like our video yeah, is still do. figuring our video uh-huh. is still figuring things out, but our audio is crazy. Like yeah. you know, what I mean, we get tons of listeners, tons of downloads every pod. Um, you know, what I mean, when we take time off. I actually see the messaging from people like, oh, what are y'all doing? <laughs> hey, so, where y'all coming you know, back? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Um, I think I think in 2024, the plan is to push everybody's pot up. We're gonna we're gonna elevate everything. Everything has to get elevated because I, I feel like at, we at a point where we have to elevate everything. You know what I'm saying? As someone that has a um network, I can't keep saying I have a network if we're not elevating everything right. that we're doing. You know, audio <laughs> elevates. If you're doing video, video must elevate. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, process of advertising and promotion. Mm-hmm. I gotta elevate that. Um, we gotta. We're gonna start doing commercials. I'm just keeping a buck. I've been kind of holding off, trying to make sure that we can get with the right situations mm-hmm. to add the right ads because I want everybody to eat well. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, what I mean, as as well as enough may not be enough to quit your nine to fives if you got one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But <laughs> enough to make sure, like, yo, it's it's some real money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to, you know, I, yeah. the problem is with me is I've been, I've been podcasting now for eight years um, and we've made money from it. Not made money from it. I mean, money has been put out, money has not been put out. Um, um, and I, I had that motive of, damn, we're not, we don't have any celebrities. So that's why these celebrities are winning and can get certain type of situations. But then I look at it and I'm like, yo, we all have a lot, have a fan base. Everyone checks us out. We're not in the millions of views or hundred thousands of views per pod, but we in the thousands of views. You know what I'm saying? We in the right. thousands and that's and good. That's fucking right. good for independent broadcast. Right. right. You know what I mean? So I had to personally stop looking at like the Joe Buttons of the world or the or the the um or the um Norries of the world or the you know this that yeah, and the thirds yeah. of the world like cuz I think about us like Darrell talks to actual celebrities in music you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. he talks to people that's really popping in music or in whatever yeah. field they're in yeah. Erica is really yeah. a one man band female with her pod mm-hmm. and then turn around we do a relationship pod that you know, come to find out, like the lady we spoke to, she was so intrigued and happy to be a part of our situation. Like you, you'd be shocked. That's our first interview. Our first you know, yeah. guest. We don't do guests. That's our first guest. You got Trey and I. Our pod is growing like crazy. We down here. We to a point where we either got people arguing with us because of some of our takes, <laughs> or bigging up a lot of our takes, mm-hmm. and 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 people trying to do what we do, thinking they can build the chemistry that we have, especially locally. Right. I be seeing the motherfuckers uh-huh. be trying to do us, but they can't oh, be us. Oh, yeah. Can't be us. Or when we go out know. and people recognize us. That's a wild scenario. Him and I together, <laughs> and he might be on the other side of the room. I'm on the other side of the room looking at me like, yo, and then Trey Walker bore me. I thought that was y'all. That was so y'all like, huh? local celebrities already. Because <laughs> no one's from for what we're doing. That that was that's a wild situation. 
what I'm saying? Because yeah. even us, we're going to get into doing more live podcasts, like on site mm-hmm. someplace. No, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> we got to, I think it's time to start elevating this and start making this um more into what it what it could be. But mm-hmm. let me throw out a blanket topic. <laughs> what is podcasting to you for, in, like, in all? Like, what is podcasting mm-hmm. to you? Somebody just jump out there. Who, who out there? Mm-hmm. I think um, for me, podcasting is just like spreading the word. Mm-hmm. It's for for me, it's kind of like um, like like a mental thing. You know, it 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 kind of gives you room to just spread the word about what's going on. You know, you might can't individually talk to this person, but you can get on the mic and somebody will hear it, and that person may need it. It's just all about you saying something and knowing that you may help somebody out that's what it is for me it's getting the word out anybody else yeah i think um like for me sharing knowledge also using it as a platform to build new relationships i think mm-hmm. when you're able to say hey man come on my podcast someone who i might not really know that well but who doesn't want to talk about something like to talk about yeah. on a platform you know so i use it in a way to allow me to build new relationships with people that i want to get to know or just mm-hmm. hey come on my podcast you know and that's so that's why i like it and again because i'm because i'm guy that's known for sharing knowledge mm-hmm. you know and, and, and giving insight on things already naturally i just think it's cool that um you know that i can do that on my podcast and hopefully people that are listening at the at least at the very least are learning something or having a different viewpoint based off how i might mm-hmm. be saying something you know especially um like i did a couple episodes with my man George Doman, who also has a CP as well, too. The first one we did, we talked about dating and disabilities from the male's perspective. And we, and I thought that was cool for us to kind of have that, that conversation because I think so many women who um, are just not aware, because I always tell, I always feel like women dismiss people like me because they're just not educated. Mm-hmm. They just don't know what it's like to be with somebody who they think they may have to you know, it's a chore versus like, okay, well, no, he's actually cool. He can do a lot of things for himself. So I like to have conversations like that because I just want to educate people. And at the very least, let them know that dating someone like me is a, still a viable option. Right, you, right. To, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I like to do stuff like that. I mean, you've, you act like you ain't had no bitches before, son. Not really, bro. I've seen, <laughs> seen you with a few. A couple. Not yeah. that many. Not that many, yeah. <laughs> That's that why... Many. Your brother is Mr. Get Bitches. Uh-huh. <laughs> God. Hey, uh, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Hey, yo, it's, yo, it's funny. I appreciate yo, it's Trey. Is, we had a conversation <laughs> off, and before we get into your answer to answer question, to, once again, Darrell know me, so he know me when I, I was so out here in these streets girl. a little bit. So mm-hmm. he's trying to be modest because he's being respectable to my being respectful to my and wife. Because he likes me. You're right. Yeah. He's being respectful to my wife <laughs> to not call out how I used to be. But it's cool. My wife already know I was a hoe. It was cool. Yeah. She, know, she know I used to be Mr. Get Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make him stop being Mr. Get. Mm. You did. Right. You did. She Look did. at her. Look at her not saying. I had to lock it down. Clink, clink. She clink, did. Clink, she clink, did. Clink. She Wait, did. Don't be holding up your little <laughs> ring, man. <laughs> Hello, Corey. You're next, sir. I ain't had no hoes. I, I like that. I like that. I respect, <laughs> Play that I respect what you're doing. I respect what you're doing. <laughs> I respect. 
<laughs> nah, but for me, for me, podcasting was just self care. You know, all the things y'all saying that comes after to me, just like music to me. That's just my expression. I don't worry about how people are going to accept it or none of that when I'm putting it together. I don't worry about what someone's going to think when we're potting. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think either one of us do. It's a matter of we have our own identities and I feel like it's something to share. But if you look at anybody that's successful in the podcast world, music world, any form of entertainment, what makes them popular is the fact that people feel that they can relate to them. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think about other people when I'm doing this. I know there's a piece of me that can be shared because you look at your everyday life, you know how you just can be an inspiration to people just being you. Yeah. That's so that's how I look at podcasting. It's an opportunity to share the gifts that the universe has blessed me with. Not and a real. platform that can be shared, that can be distributed. And, and you know, it's a slow cook, but it's rewarding, man, because my inbox stays full with, with music and podcasting. And the fact that both mm-hmm. of them are within the same platforms, these yeah. are the same people that listen to both. And they all assist each other. Yep. No, so that's I the totally beauty agree. of it. Right. Yeah, and then my, then my brother's a part of just about everything I do, mm-hmm. just because it makes sense, because he's with me anyway. Yeah. You know, so and we both and I love what you do. It'll be something that's the great thing about I think even just our dynamic, everyone, pretty much everyone dynamic. We all have a relationship outside of just doing this. You know what I mean? Durell and I have a 20 year relationship, Eric and I have 14 years, Trey and I have about what three, four years now. You know what I'm saying? Seems, we have a, seems longer, but yeah, about four. It does seem longer. Yeah. <laughs> then we have a relationship outside of this of doing doing stuff you know what i'm saying like we've all done stuff we've hung out we've you know broke bread we've done things you know what i mean we not just you know not just a bunch of people meeting hey man could you jump on this podcast thing that right. we're doing exactly. you know what i mean it's like, not cor- it's not so corporate not so like okay right. just, all we do mm-hmm. is do podcasts everybody else goes out yeah. goes around right right, right. Like i it. speak to everybody you know i can't help i gotta speak to this woman but you two gentlemen, I speak to you guys on a regular, like we talk on a regular. And then if we don't talk regularly, when we do talk, we talking for like mad long, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. we on the phone laughing and joking and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. that's like, for me, that's the main thing I, I love about just what the friendship, the dynamic, because if we wasn't doing this podcast shit, we still all be fucking with each other. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right. like this don't, this doesn't, yeah. Make it where it's like, oh, this is the only reason why we kicking it. This day. Right. Let's just right. do this part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and and that was like even the changes I made on the network. We had other pods on here, and not to knock the other pods, they did okay, but I didn't feel, I personally didn't feel the dynamic shift or the or what it could be. You know what I'm saying? And I decided to just remove that from this. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because mm-hmm. it just didn't feel right. It felt like I was yeah. spending more time trying to convince people to do something that mm-hmm. came to me to do it. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't go to you. You know what I mean? I went to Darrell and asked Darrell. What? I went to Trey and asked Trey. Of course, I went mm-hmm. to Erica and asked Erica if this would be something that you want to do. You know, others have come to me and was like, hey, I want to do this. But then I felt like I was busy convincing them every right. every month. Hey, yeah. man, I need a pod. Hey, man, make sure you upload. Hey, man, make sure you send me this. Hey, man, I'm willing to do this for you. And I'm like, yo, I don't do none of this for nobody else on the squad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So and for me, I did. And I didn't want to do, do the it, pod. Do it. Right. And I, and I just thought for me, it was only right to do the podcast here. 
You know what right. I'm saying? Like, just because I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could have done it on my own, but it's like, why not do it here? Right. Somebody that I know that that has my back is supportive. Is always, you know, Sean and I. It's almost like he could, he he told me something that he told me something that that always stuck with me years ago. He said, "Look, nobody in front will ever say nothing bad about you, but I can rip your asshole anytime I want to because we had a type of relationship." Whoa, that was wild. <laughs> he told me, but he told no, but he told but he told yeah. me that. He yeah, that was me, wild. That was wild. No, Trey only said that because we we do the pause game. But that was I, did, oh, I had to tell him that, that because yo, Darrell, Darrell used to have a lot of um leeches around him. Yeah. <laughs> he used to have quite couple couple of leeches. Even yeah. the artists, couple of artists that we've worked with, they were leeches because they they saw him, they saw him. Um, Darrell had a tendency back in the day of wanting the attention, so they saw that and they used to try to leech. For me, I don't want I don't want nothing. I ain't need nothing. I'm cool. I'll come pick you up, but you got to get out your car because he he has um I don't know Trey if you know he has um what you have again telling me streamer pause streamer pause right so streamer. his 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 muscles and stuff are um they don't bend like ours yeah yeah you know what I'm saying so he has to have a crutch he has to have little arm crutches and whatnot yeah for me yo throw them shit in the back seat. Yep. Get in the car, nigga, so we can go. I'm not, I'm not your, I ain't your maid. I ain't doing none of that shit. Because yep. people, I used to do it at first, and I noticed everybody did it. And I used to look, I'm like, yo, that nigga's capable of doing this shit himself. Why are y'all babying him? So right. I started, I'm like, yo, it's, it's enough that I'm coming over here to pick you up. I ain't asking you for no gas money. Put your fucking sticks in the back. Jump your ass in this front seat and put your belt on so we can go. You right, know what I mean? Right, but look, right. look, let me, let me ask you, though. Do, do you drive? No. I went to driving school in 2003 to learn to drive with the hand controls. And they said at that time, they said the gas and the brake I could do fine, but they didn't feel like I was making enough, uh, quick enough adjustments in the road quickly enough for them to release, no, me, on, um, release me on my own. Because I got a partner that he drives with his cane. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's legal or what, but I, 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 took, him, I took him to buy a car one time and... I rode with him for a little while to check the car. And yeah. He, the pedals he used the cane. I was like, yo, this is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, did I, I he drive good? Yeah. I, I mean, do. it's it's like you, it for you, a long time. Yeah, but you you elevate your other senses. Yeah. And right. you, you know, as black people we're creative and we, we figure out it's about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I don't you think do. I don't I don't think I could do it because it looked fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, right. No, but he I, was with he was with the cane, just I've seen some people do that too, yeah. or with the hand pedals. I don't, I don't. They, 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 so basically, what it is they have the hand lever, mm -hmm. so, so you push it up for the, you know, uh, push it down for the gas and up for the brake, mm. and then have the spinner knob so where you can turn the wheel in one motion instead of two. Oh, okay, that little little knob that remember yeah. Pop had when his hand was yeah. messing up, it had the little spinner mm -hmm. knob. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so they well, never so, seen that. Yeah. So they said that that's. So they said that at that time, this was 2004. So they said, so I didn't even know Sean at that point. No, nah, in 2004, you was what? Like eight, I was 19. Yeah, that's what I was 18, was 19. You was 18, yeah. Yeah, so they yeah, said, yeah. so so at that, so they said uh, at that time, when you come back in five years, you know, which I never did, you know. Uh, but again, I never let that kind of stop me from doing things I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's what, yo, that's what I, I, I had, I had to do with Darrell. Cause even, even I lived on the third floor. My boys used to thought I was filed for this though. 
Yeah. Yo, I'll I'll be like, yo, bro, I will grab his crutches. I'm like, yo, I see you upstairs, and I'll just leave. <laughs> just go upstairs, <laughs> leave the door unlocked or crack. Just come in the house, bro. When you yeah. get up here, I'm but not I'm walking behind you, bro. You take it too long. Let me get my ass where I need to be. But I mean, but that's kind of just always been our relationship, you know. Right. So sometimes Sean and I, even now, we we don't talk every day. We might go, we might go three, four weeks, and not, but it's like I know he watching. I know if I do something crazy, I'm gonna get a phone call. You see you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't happen often. But I mean, right. not you know, no more. You yeah. have some bullshit sometimes, dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> but see, but I, we do this mentor because that's because of him. He always called me his mentor back in the day. So we do this mentor, <laughs> mentor, mentee shit. I, I just always send him as family, my little bro. Yeah, so. that's my brother. Yeah, yeah. That's so when he did some stupid shit online, I'll be like, I'm not gonna check him online. I'm just gonna jump on my phone. Right. Hey yo, what's going on? Because that's a real relationship, right? That, yeah, right. That's what yeah. I'm gonna real... call you. Yo, what yeah. you got going on? And I'm just talking regular, no nigga, that post you made. <laughs> what is going on? That's what right. you know what I'm calling you about. Now <laughs> you telling me what's up. And I'm like, all right, cool, all right, cool. Hey man, no, let's not do that, yo. Right. Hey, we, let's let's curve down a little bit, yo. Why are you still working with this person? Yo, why is this person still a headache mm -hmm. for you? Right. <laughs> like, what, right. what are we doing? You know, right. What I mean? right. Like different shit like that. But, you know, even him moving out, you know, moving mm -hmm. on his own. I kept telling right. him, yo, yep. it's time for you to get out your mama's room, house, bro. You got to mm -hmm. gotta figure this shit out as a and man. I've been, and I've been living on my own for, for 15 years. So, yeah. you know, so, you know, so, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a journey. But um, I think when you have genuine relationships, like people like Sean, people like you know that that care. I mean, I have other people that I call my brothers, but for him to for could be have a significant of an age difference for it is like a big it is a big brother little brother relationship. And I like mm -hmm. he's five years older than me, so that's enough to be, you know. Oh, yeah. And I I don't have blood brothers, so um, it, it it is good to have that. But again, it just goes yeah. back to go back to the original question. Like I had I had to do the podcast. It just made it wouldn't have made sense to do it anywhere else but here. Especially if he asked me mm -hmm. to do it, so and I'm so glad he did because it's it's been fun. It's it's been absolutely fun to be in the media space and to, um, yeah. to 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 have great conversations. And one thing about me, I feel like I articulate my thoughts well, and I think I have a. Mm -hmm. I don't think I do a boring interview. Nah, nah. I think I do really no, cool. No, no. Sometimes you really? talk too goddamn much. I do. I do. I do get passionate. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying about? You get a little long winded. I get. I get passionate. <laughs> no, no, that's no, but that's just. I just but that's natural, him. But that's you. That's yeah. naturally who I am. I just get mm -hmm. especially with something I'm passionate about. So yeah. you know, so you know, but I'm learning how to, you know, do better interviews and things like that. We do them a lot shorter now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, right, shorter. Keep them shit going, bro, because I think what you're doing is fire, yeah. especially when you talk to someone like dope. Sometimes you just got to let it flow. I like Trey and I, we don't really do we don't do interviews neither. We don't do interviews. We do um guests. We just have you on. We talk about the topics that we have and then we'll let you promote closer to the end or we gear the topics around what you do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just to make it easier, make the flow easier. But even even though we have when we have people on, there's people that we want to talk to, we want to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? We have on um, Chris White. We'll have Chris White on. That's just because he dope. Like yeah. he's personally dope. <laughs> so it's like we don't have yeah. a problem with having him you can on. Have a well-rounded conversation, right? Sometimes yeah. like we had a teacher on, and um, like she that was what well, she was a principal. That, that was, was dope, right? And I still talk with her um to this day. Like mm -hmm. she'll update. 
And then uh, what I'm trying to work out something with her now where me and Trey can come up into the school and do something with the with the kids and whatnot. You know, just even if it's just That's some dope. small conversation mentorship type thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like yeah. when, when we talk, like right, Trey, when we talk to people, we we make it we make it a, like a, a a conversation built in what 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 our broadcast is about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, it's 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 the transparency that from black men that is is limited on a podcast scale on a grand scale, because you know the the saturation of it makes everything just built for the shock value. Yeah, and you know we don't really do that. Not not when other people do, but that's not really even our style of existing. Right. You know what I'm saying? For some people, that shock value shit is natural for them. They're natural trolls. I mean, CS is a troll, but he's a troll like in a fun way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's it's nothing outrageous. Like, you know, he's a married man. You know, my life is very humble. So I'm I'm not gonna change that just for a podcast and be out of character. Because what happens mm-hmm. is once that becomes successful, you're gonna have to carry that out. Yeah. Right. And I don't I don't know how long him and I can just be assholes. No, I can't. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? We might do it for a couple episodes and laugh, but then if it pops off, it's like, bro, we can't give you that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, and <laughs> we're not gonna talk to each other all crazy either. So nope. You know, uh, it's it's a slow cook, man, but there's some dope people out there that I know want to hear the kind of things that we deliver. You know, the catch is just just finding that balance and getting it getting it to them, which is we talked about in the last podcast with the way the algorithms are working and shit like that. They make it harder to get done and it gets very discouraging. Yeah. You know, with with, sure. with every with every form yeah. of communication and expression. It's just sure. it's, yeah, and, and the yeah. thing is, it almost seems like they almost know when you have a dope product and then your numbers just drop. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. I've seen that like on all my platforms. As soon as I start kick, soon, soon as I start cooking organically, which doesn't happen anymore, yeah. everything just starts to drop. Yeah, because they want you spending. It's money. like wait a minute. They, they, want, yeah. they want you. They want yes. you to buy. They want you to buy ads. They want you. That's to the challenge. Yeah. That's the challenge, and a lot of people quit because yeah. we've seen ourselves at least five, six podcasts start yeah. and die, or people yeah. break up. Yeah. We watch we watch podcasts yeah. guys like a graveyard out there yeah. full on, but that's because people yes, go into the game thinking about money. I'm sorry, you yeah. what you about to yeah, say? But, no, no, I was going to say it is because I had someone to start a podcast just because I was doing one, and so they got into it, couldn't do all them stuff themselves, so they had someone else to you know prep and do everything to where they just record, and then come to realize that hey, this is not as easy. You know, this is something that I have to stay diligent on. I have to pay somebody to do this and boom, it's gone. You know, you got three episodes in and no more. Never heard that's of it. Yeah. And that's what people got to realize. Yeah, it's work. It's got to be a passion mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, you got to enjoy doing it. Like you got to enjoy mm-hmm. spending the time. And like you said, yeah. so I'm not worried about the money in it. Like, uh, so like, well, money is important, but like you got to do this because you love doing it. Because you want to do it. Because yeah. because if you just if you just driven by money for anything in life, you know, it's, it's a lot gonna... of podcasts that don't make yeah. money until you on your like Trey and I we on what episode one something. Erica one twenty five, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And Erica, you on what one twenty three? Yeah, I'm on eighty. We're on eighty three. Right. 84. It's cats that don't make money on their pods until they at five six hundred. You know, yeah. four hundred. I mean, you got you got people that have done all these overnight successes have been at it for a decade. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's yeah. almost for me, honestly, everything I do, I'm almost scared to stop doing it. Yeah. Because you almost feel like something is. I know there. that feeling. Yeah. yeah you know, every time yeah. I say mm-hmm. I'm gonna stop making music, 
I'll sit in the studio with no music or nothing and the beat will come mm -hmm. on and I'll just do something in like three minutes and I send it to him. He's like, when you do that? I said, I just wrote it. And it's mm -hmm. like, I don't want to stop. Right. Even with podcasting, we can get yeah. frustrated, then we'll do an episode that we really like. And it's like, right. Or it'd be the episodes that, that we didn't think that was good. Yeah, we'll talk. I don't think that last one was like, fire. Yeah, yeah. Then you play it, you play it back. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh shit, we said some okay shit, right? <laughs> so <laughs> myself, I'm almost, I'm almost, I'm almost scared to stop. And then there's a lot of things I haven't even started yet that I know I want to do. So if if you're not, if you don't have a passion for it, you're gonna quit. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm uh, saying? Because what you think this is, I can promise anybody it isn't. No, it's your right. lane. <laughs> That's why You're I say it's a it love-hate relationship. Because sometimes I want to do it and I don't want to do it. But then I was like, dang, but you know, everybody is looking for me. I got to do this. And right. I feel like if I don't do it, then I'm going to fail and it could have been something. And It'd I just It'd be funny quit. too, because Erica sent me her episodes. Yeah. She'll do like two episodes at a time <laughs> and she'll be like, Sean, my episodes are in the folder. I'm like you. I like you did not want to do. It. I didn't want to do no episodes, nope. but they're in the folder. Go it to happens, the folder. <laughs> we we've yep. had mornings where both of us sleepy. Yes, we got a couple <laughs> air pockets where we're not talking. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. When we when we try doing two a week. Oh my god. One of those, both oh, of us be like, that. oh the fuck. And yeah, some of them came out okay, but we weren't okay. Yeah, Them two a week podcast was dope and. Horrible at the same time. No, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad we did it because Me we too. see, we see, mm -hmm. we ain't doing it no more. I mean, we and see. we did that based off a of fan. Someone's yeah. going to trade. Why you not? Why y'all not doing two podcasts a week? And then it was multiple people. Someone asked me, "Y'all yeah. should do two podcasts a week." That was some egos. That was some egos. Yeah, yeah we was on some. Yeah, we the man. Let's do that sure. shit. Did that we shit for two like, months. It was like yeah. hey, we ain't bro. the man. <laughs> nah, should have did the Andre three thousand. Y'all take this flute album. Y'all listen to this flute for a little while. Yo, so let me ask a question, and you know anybody can ask, what can you do better as a podcaster? Hmm. You know, let's not all jump at one time. <laughs> I know, right? Well, for me, I do want to get back into um, going back and speaking with people because one of my uh, podcast episodes I did was where I went and I spoke to um, a licensed um, counselor. <laughs> and I, I, I went to their location and, um, and it, it was just dope. It felt good to get out there and to, you know, for them to put their experience out there. And also I asked one question, you know, you are helping people all the time. Everybody is putting all of their burdens on you. And I asked her, I say, is there anyone that you go to for counseling, you know, for therapy? And she said, yes. You know, so it was like those questions like that, like it was just dope to do. And I really missed that. So going back out in the public is something that I want to do. Yeah, that was fire. That that yeah. episode is still, I think, one of your it, third it rank is still high in episodes one of the top. where yep. people still go back and forth. And that episode mm -hmm. was years ago. Like, it was yep. a while ago, and people it still was. go back to that episode. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a fire episode because yep. you went to yep. her location. You did everything on your own. Mm -hmm. You didn't ask me to help. I was yep. like, All right, I set right, up right. everything on my yeah. own. And that's you when know you was how just doing audio. Yeah, I was just doing audio. And my second best episode was when I had um girls' night where yeah. it was like four of us Part like one four or five of five. us yeah and we was just you know doing our normal girl things and we had so much fun just talking about some of everything and i think th that is like the number two 
that's yeah. still out there. Part, it's three of them that keep floating. Part one and, is the, the day yeah. I decided to stop um being her engineer. Yeah, he couldn't come. He couldn't come to be a part of it no more because it was just. Yo, much. they was yo. They see my little wife talk about the some of the things that they was talking. I don't want to hear that shit. Bro, dot. I was sitting there with the headphones on. I said, "Oh my god!" And while I'm, while I'm recording the audio, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I got to edit this audio like, too. I, I said, "Oh no. no more!" I said, "I ain't doing this no more." This is it. I show E what to do. I said, "Huh?" On this laptop, you do this. You click this. You click this. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. You plug them things in the head. Yo, you got it, fam. I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> Yo, that was the day he stopped. <laughs> that was it. Anybody else, man? What's the What's the one thing you could do better? Definitely uh, promote for me. Promote better. Uh, definitely. You know, so I want to definitely you know do yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Erica yeah. is the one that cuts your clips and put them up, so mm-hmm. that's why she could say you could promote better. Because I don't yeah. do that shit. <laughs> Erica does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do them to one minute, and you can just send multiple. And I got. Oh, I see what you. Okay, because yeah. I'm yeah. doing longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then she got to chop cool. them up and clean them up. <laughs> I don't do that. One minute or less, and I can handle it from there. And you can okay. send multiple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say either I'll say either one minute. Yeah, and that yeah. way she I put a folder there for her. Yeah, then, yeah. You know, there we yeah. go. There you go. Because she be in that folder. I don't be in there. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll say. Yeah, and yeah, and definitely, yeah, for sure. And then definitely um, get the audio better before we'll upgrade my mic and things like that. But um, yeah, but okay. I think those are the top two things for me. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Dot, what you thinking, man? Um, I mean, just combining all the things I got going on. I mean, as far as course marketing, because uh, um, it's crazy because a lot of the DJs that spend my stuff now, we have regular conversations and shit. You know what I mean? Just bringing more people into everything I got going on. And the clips have been introduced to a lot more people because of the music now. You know what I'm saying? Just cross-marketing things and getting people involved. And, you know, even when we do the guest thing, you know, maybe get a guest from another country or something that, that we can understand. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Right. Some of them over there, they just over there for the military or whatever, whatever. Just mm-hmm. expanding the base, man, and having fun with it, man, and not um not overlooking anything. You know, we always talk about curating fan bases, man. We got people that mess with us from places that yeah, we weren't expecting. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Better, do a better job of building and expanding from that and not taking for granted the people that have been following the podcast mm-hmm. like yeah. aggressively for yeah. the last no, year. I agree. You know what I, I mean? There's some people, there's some people that are liking every clip that are mm-hmm. always in the DMs from the stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to do a better job of, you know, curating that fan base with the podcast as well. Yeah. yeah. Now I I think for me, all of the above. Everything, you know, what I'm saying like helping everyone, you know, build up the audio quality, uh, helping everyone market. I got to mark. I got to do a better job of marketing and promoting, period. Like, I don't I don't really do a good job <laughs> of that shit. But let me let me let me just throw this in here, too, though. When we do the live podcast, that just gave me an indication of people that actually do like what we do, because yes. people tuned in and they stayed tuned in for the entire episode. And yep. it's the, it's a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage, man, because we got to live. We got to survive. Yeah. So we can't just sit here doing no fucking live podcast all the time. No. But yeah. it'd be dope if we just find a way to do it more because people actually 
I, I was kind of nervous in doing it because I really didn't want to be the live podcast guy with one person watching. Right. We always make fun of those guys, right? <laughs> yeah. And I know you thought about that shit. If yeah, you, you yeah. say you did, you lied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, Yo, oh my but God. that's why, if but, you remember, yeah. that's why we was going to do it on Facebook and YouTube because I wanted to be sure we had some people <laughs> Yo, in the chat. But, but YouTube yeah. was turned up. YouTube yeah, was just... turned up, bro. The chat, the chat was solid. I think mm -hmm. I did a... I think did I do a hat giveaway or something at that time too? No, 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 no. It was another time I did it. It was another anyway, time. Anyway, yep. mm -hmm. I think I said I was gonna do it again or whatever, yep. but it's 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 just dope the interaction and there's some of the people I knew or remembered from, you right. know what I'm saying? And and I said I threw it up there. I think that's something we definitely have to pay attention. I know to. Erica and I, we have to do that more too, because we had people request yeah, us to do, do. Um, yeah. more live podcasts. They were like, yo, do do some live. We yeah. really like when y'all go live. I think our last live. We had a bunch of people in that darn chat, you know, a nah, bunch of people tuned in. More than what in. we expected, yeah. More, yeah well, if you, if you look at it yeah. psychologically, if somebody fucks with you, it's almost like you yeah. catch this live because they don't want to miss it, right? Mm -hmm. And when you tell somebody, "Oh, click this link," you know, it's not as much anticipation for that shit. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't yeah. matter. It's still a show, but yeah. the live interaction, you know, people are more attracted to do that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally you agree. Capitalize, capitalize off of that. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I think and all it's fun. It's fun too. All elements of podcasting we're we gonna um turn up because um like I wanna I wanna even with this the group podcasting, like eventually I wanna do this live. If yeah. we can get us all in the same area and do something like yeah, this, it'd be live, that'd be fire. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Try to do that before Trey um leaves and go to Cali and before <laughs> um Terrell leaves and go overseas again because he'd be in Europe. I'm I'm just waiting for the day for oh, you yeah, to tell me I'm now moving the rod ahead. No, I'm not. No, everything's too, too small over there, man. I can't. I can't. Let, I can't. Let, and it gets too cold in Europe. Get too cold. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you don't do the snow. With the and, uh, <laughs> that's why you won't I, live in New York no more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's why I live in all. You know, no. I mean, I could go do. I could do Rotterdam. You know, uh, in May, <laughs> Europe in May and June. <laughs> But, right, it's like, like right now, like I saw TJ Chapman and he in Switzerland right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, it's cold as hell in Switzerland right now. Uh -huh. but yeah. TJ, yo, it's still weird. It's funny with TJ. Um, and if you in the music, yeah. you know TJ DJs. You know what I mean? I've been around TJ since the Tallahassee days when TJ DJs was really just Tallahassee. It was just just that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So to see him with TJ Chapman and doing the TJ DJ's mm -hmm. thing, I think that's super yeah. fire. You know what I'm saying? Your screen done froze, dog. Yeah, his screen froze. Can you hear yeah. us, Darrell? Yeah, you was chunky. Okay. All right, you hear you going in and out. I think you know what I mean. If you jump off, jump I back on. You, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. It says, but it's, unstable. It says, it says it's unstable. You're back now. Yeah, all right, there you go. You back. You back in the building. But yeah, <laughs> like that TJ DJ's thing used to be fire. If you ever did, um, oh, you know what I'm okay. saying, um, um. Record pool. But Sean, you break like you breaking up. Oh, now that's your that's on your end, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's you. That's you, my brother. All all of okay. us is good. Yeah, okay. really good. Um, if you ever did all record right, pool, yeah. If you ever did record pools, then you know, like like TJ was like the yeah. the guy of the record pools yeah. back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying, Trey? Have you ever went Definitely. to a TJ DJ event as an artist? Nah, I'm supposed to, but I ain't show up. Bro, TJ DJ used to be fire. Yeah. Tell how he just, I'm, he I'm just, he, with he just got, you know what I mean. He just got inducted to the Black Radio Hall of. He got inducted to the Black Radio Hall of Fame along with our guy Terry Bello, 
Okay, Terry Bellow made it Terry too. Bellow. All right, there we go. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry's in. Yeah, so okay. Terry Bellow was the first music conference that Sean ever took me to. Yeah, yeah. We went to that. Uh, that yeah, international so international soul music summit. That was yeah. Terry. For for those who don't know, Terry Bellow is a well-known radio guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, been radio for a long, too. long, long time. Yeah, so he used to. Uh, he 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 always liked to tell the story about how he he told uh, a guy named John Stevens that his music sucked. So for those of you who don't know who John Stevens is, mm-hmm. goes by the name of John Legend. Yep. <laughs> told by, told him one time that uh, John, yeah, Stevens is his real last. That's his real last name. Mm-hmm. So okay. he told me that time with that 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 uh, yeah, he, your music sucked. He was like Billboard director. He said, "Yo, your music is trash." <laughs> but uh, but, it was but Terry also, wrong. but sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry also um, was big behind PJ Morton early early days of PJ before PJ. So so yeah, Terry kind of PJ is yeah. the man. Have you you ever listened to any PJ music, Trey? PJ no. Morton, yeah. I'm gonna sing you some. Yo, he R&B artist. You'll love that. I'm, I'm sure yeah. I have. I don't remember. Bro, you will. Yeah. Erica's heard it a thousand times. I play PJ Morton a ton of times. PJ Morton is fire. So. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> shout out, shout out to those. And guys. he's yeah. behind PJ Morton is behind a lot of the the newer acts that we think is fire. Yeah, you know he's behind a lot of that. Matter of fact, remember the girl from um Australia, Erica, that I was um um promoting and pushing a lot. Yeah, he's now working with her. Oh yeah, yeah. She don't move to Cali. <laughs> I hear doing her thing. Oh, she in wow. California though, doing her thing. See, yeah, man. Like nah, that. it's some dope. It's some dope, dope, dope joints, man. Dope, dope joints. Yo, I think <laughs> <Okay>. um, <clears throat> let's get into some like every. Let's get into some everyday topics. We're gonna, we gonna be on some. <laughs> I'm gonna be on some um some life and love and um black male podcast shit right quick. We'll get into our everyday. We'll get into our everyday topic. So current events. Yeah, we're gonna do a current event. Hold on, I, I think I got a video. <laughs> let's see. I might got a video. Hold on, let's see. Let's see. We might have a video, man. I, I know, right? We're gonna do something different. We ain't done this in a while. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I might have a video. I thought I had a video. <laughs> I might have a video. I thought I had a video. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> damn it, man. Oh, I might I might have lost a video. See, Darrell, now you got to be a part oh, yeah. Yeah. of the culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we got to do, we gotta do okay. the cultural conversation. Whoa, this was, video was a pause moment just now. Trey be sending some wild shenanigans sometimes, man. Oh, whoa, whoa. Slow down. I know. He good, he, good, he good for that. Good for that nonsense. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like you told me. If I got to look at it, you going to look at it too. <laughs> Yo, I'm... <laughs> He do do that. I do do that shit, yo. That shit is cold blooded in the mud too, bro. Somebody send me this dumb shit. I'm gonna send it to your ass too. <laughs> right. I'm gonna play yeah, this. I yo, I do. I be doing that shit all the time. Too. I'm like, yo, fam. I just got some shenanigans, so I guess we gonna watch <laughs> this as a family. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. All right, it's about to pop up. <laughs> But this one ain't no shenanigans. I just I want to get your uh, I want to get y'all thoughts on this one. Did you hit refresh? Huh? Did you hit nah. refresh? Yeah, I'm about to right now. That's why I'm waiting for it to pop up now. That's why I did hit the refresh. You already know how I do, man. You gotta hit the refresh. See, Erica, when she play a video, she'll stumble around. Sean, I need you to cut this part out. I'm like, fam, just talk over that shit. <laughs> I know, right? I'll be I like, like yo, stop. talk over that shit, yo. And I, and I stopped. I figured it out. 
Right. Podcast it ain't easy, y'all. I'm telling you. But it gotta be done. Right. Here we go. Bam. Get uh all right. This one, this one is um, this is some music shit. And you know what I mean, Erica, you you make it relate, understand. You've been around me long enough. You saw me dealing with artists and contracts and different things. Okay. I want to get y'all thoughts. We got a couple music heads on here. I want to get y'all thoughts. If Sky was here, he'd, he's a music head too. Mm-hmm. Especially with dealing with label shit. Let's see. Are there any particular things that an artist can do to get on your radar? Let's see if this is uh, real. What y'all think? Or on the radar of A&R uh, that you would advise the talent to do? I think I, I've always said this, and I think it's still true. The best way to get a record deal is to not try to get a record deal. Focus that energy on making amazing music. And now more than ever, there is an opportunity for you to have your music heard by more people than ever, you know, in in the modern era of of making music, like uh, you were saying, T-Bone was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, With so much music out there, people Uh are going to respond to things that are great. And if, you really hone your craft and you really work on making sure that your music is great Mm -hmm. and that you're out there wherever you are connecting with an audience on a local level chances are that it can then boomerang um with some help from you know labels like uh, like atlantic to be able to take what you're doing on a on a micro level and push it on a macro level with when we first signed 21 pilots well i don't care about the 21 pilots part but darrell being that you're someone that's um heavily into um to music right now and you you kind of push a lot of similar things that the person is saying yeah what are, you, what are your thoughts on that i completely agree with him i think the fuck mm-hmm. should not be to get a record deal okay. so the record deal is the last place you should go get go do because we live in a day and age where the people matter see there was a time where record labels controlled everything mm-hmm. so they had you had they could control almost the outcome of the success you right. can't do that now the people gonna tell you what they like. You know what I'm saying? The fans, man. The fans is why you have a career. Supporters is why you have a career. So I totally agree. Make great music, build your fan base, and then you got to realize record labels want to be in business with people who already who have a profitable business already. They don't. They want to be. They want to find partners, not necessarily to build you from nothing. They do that so, now. Yes. Yes. Now. Right. But you know. Um, but to to say that they should be trying to get a deal or trying to get signed for, right out the gate, I would say no. I would say make great music, make great product, and surround yourself with the right people along the way. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna cost some money. It's gonna it's gonna take some dough. Yeah, as just as as there's no way around it. It's gonna take some money. So you gotta mm-hmm. you know so so you know if you're fortunate enough to have somebody that's willing to you know, to invest into you. You that's know, perfect. to help along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Then you know that's where you want to be, but but don't expect the record label to come in and save you because mm-hmm. that era is gone. I, Sean, I think the era of the one percent is gone. Okay, what you mean? You, meaning that like trying to get into that one percent of what we see that's market as that those music is too fragmented now. So to try to see if you can get into the the top one percent of the space for most artists, 
it's probably not feasible, you know, for, for most. You know, I say it's not possible, but it's but the and the era of the superstar to me, the traditional what well, we would what well, we would call the superstar back to, right. no, when we was coming up. Right. I think in the era of TikTok and Instagram and, and the era that we're in now, it, everything's too fragmented. To, to, it's the to microwave. To, it's the microwave. Right. It's super microwaveable exactly. now. Mm-hmm. Right. This shit is instant oatmeal. This shit. Right. They put some hot water on it. They said, "Fuck the butter." Just put some hot water on this shit. Stir this up. Yeah. We're gonna put this out and yeah. see if it sticks. Um, yep, yep. I I agree. I agree with him to um uh, to an extent. Um, we're in an era of um where your where you your visibility could be broader if you yes. if you put a little more effort into yes. it. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. and not to use Trey as an example, but we'll use Trey as an example. Yeah, he started not? using he started using his visibility more and and start putting out you know more music even at his current you know because people think at your current age gray beard you can't be doing what you're doing you know yeah, that's, is, they, that's, they tell you this a young man game no way I call bullshit I call bullshit I call yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know what, Trey you know what's, you know what's interesting not to cut you off I was watching an interview that that Jay he was doing and he and they asked. Same question. How do you write ageism in hip hop? There's no ageism anymore. It's like at the end of the day, because you're trying to find your people. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to compete with the with the with the young kids. You I, think, I, think, I think we did that. I think that we did, we did that to our show. And we yep. talked about that on the last podcast. Right, exactly. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Agree. When I when I do a joint, I do a joint that's a piece of me. I'm not in the club. I don't pop bottles. I'm not smoking weed all day. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm not carrying guns around for right. this activity. There's a there's there's hip hop fans in their sixties, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They only right. listen to music from the nineties because they don't have anything they can listen to. And then when older artists do music, they're trying to attract the crowd that don't want them. Them twenty year old niggas don't want us. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Right. But they, they can they hear don't. something that we do and like it though. But they don't want us doing exactly. what they do. And they're not trying mm-hmm. to do what we're supposed to be doing. So there's a void of what yeah. what we're supposed to be doing that isn't there. And then we complain about music being one sided. It's yeah. one sided because we let it be one sided, though. <laughs> well, yeah. we, there's, there's certain things we do have some control over. The what, yeah. what commercial radio is doing, that's what they're doing. It's always been to generate revenue. People my mm-hmm. age bug me out because they act like we didn't have bullshit artists, also. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just a different level. It's just magnified now. As time goes on, everything magnifies itself, whatever it is. Hell, fitness has been magnified. Now you got gyms everywhere. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, the health yeah. business has been magnified. Now you got plant yeah. based shit everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, ignorance yeah, has yeah. been magnified as well. Yeah. So that's dating, all, dating, that's, dating, dating, dating relationships, right? That's everything. That's the, just that's the hot, that's the hot, that's the hot button. Hey, that's the hot that's, button that's, thing. Right? Using all, right, using, right, using, right. using TS famous word, all encompassing. The all encompassing. <laughs> that's true. No, it's true. I think. I have a, I have one of my clients, Jimmy Mack, and he's like I said, he's dope. I've sent you, yeah. I've sent Charleston to his stuff, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Jimmy's good. <laughs> that's why I work with him. You know what I'm saying? He's he's not somebody that's like, oh man, what are you doing rapping? Like, bro's actually good, right? He's you know, older he just he just learned how to he learned how to market and promote in this era. I think that's that's his biggest. That's the biggest. I think. Issue he's having. I, I will say, like with fit. Trey, Trey is doing what most artists don't do, and that's not yeah. just curate your fans, but he's curating his 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 um 
his market base when it comes yes. to who I send my music to. Right. So right. he is killing the mixed DJ lane. You know, mixed shows, mixed DJs that mm-hmm. got internet radio. Like he's like, yo, fuck that. I'm not thinking about major radio. Yeah. I'm not I'm not necessarily thinking all about college radio neither, but I got college radio stations. I'm gonna hit these mixed show DJs that's all over the world. He got a DJ that spins in a club overseas regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got DJs that spin on their own shows, who do lives, who blends, and he sends out proper digi packs. Thanks. You know yes, what I'm saying? Sean. Like, talk yo, about that for Sean. Talk about that for a second. Talk about oh, yeah, let's talk second. about it. He did, what he does is I never I never even told him about a digipack. He just one day he was like, "Yo, bro, I'm about to start sending out the the acapellas, the the beat itself, and the record." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With a proper press kit and everything, he was sending that shit out. I did the press mm-hmm. kit for him, but he been doing everything else. He, he sent out that's a proper digipack. You take this yeah. pack, you send this to every radio show, every DJ, especially if you got cleans. If you do mm-hmm. cleans and dirty, oh, you in there. You in there. And you, and you, you have to, not Sean, they have to do clean. People, yeah, like, you if you're do. being Bro, smart, I'm you have an artist record right now. It, it pissed me off. I didn't tell him about it. I wish I did. But I'm cleaning a record by Scrap right now. And I'm like, I'm glad he do not curse a lot. Because if he did, well, it'd yeah. be fucking blank points. Right. It's like That's nobody true. wants to hear a record. With, you know what I mean? Like, no, I tell people all the time, like, this on a little tangent, but okay, if you're going to be a professional artist in today's world, have mm-hmm. different versions of your song that you can perform in different uh, different demographics. Mm-hmm. We're the all ages event, you know, right. you do have a version where you can perform where it's not going to affect if the kids hear it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're going to be in a club, like, like that's part of being a pro, yep. part of being a professional. Like, where you're like yep. And also, too, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say also to another artist, you realize this too. Read the room. Have read the room. That, have songs that okay. You may have an idea. Okay, what you were going to do, but like, man, I don't think it's going to really fly in this room. So I'm going to switch. Mm-hmm. It, I'm going to switch it all up. Yo, I it's always tell artists if you do a show, bring multiple CD, bring multiple sets. Yes, yes. Bring multiple sets of know. the music that you have. Mix it up. If yeah, if you got, especially if you had a a, a good catalog. You know what I'm saying? Like if Trey did a show and he walk in, he already know the shows. The, the room that he, if it's an all hip hop room, he's not going to do a soul trade record. You know what I'm saying? Like if he did a soul trade record in the all hip hop room, that shit may not fly well. It's a hip hop yeah. record, but it got a lot of R and B on it. You know what I'm saying? Do them hard hitting joints that you got, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Culture and other joints down the line. And then also if you in a room where it's a little more grown and sexy, soul trade it, only you it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and now you know you like boom, I got a mix. Like I tell, like um, I was talking to Reeves. We just dropped a record called Haunted. Um, and we've got I've I've gotten literally eight requests for that record. So I gotta start sending out with his um, you know, the digi pack. I gotta send the pack mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Yo, he he's shocked by it. But I told him, I said, you know why you shocked by it? Because you you overanalyze what's going on. I said, we finally yeah. got the records mastered. Everything sounds great. It sounds clean. People want yeah. that. I said, when you don't yeah. take the necessary steps, you lose. When it comes to back to the topic at hand, even Erica would tell you, it's been times I've sat down with about labels, about situations, and it may not yeah. fit the artist for the moment because it's like, yo, yeah, yeah we could go sign this deal, but you're going to be sitting under that contract forever 
And you're not going to be able to do nothing. And you ain't going to blame me. You're not going to blame one, me because I told you let's not sign that shit. One thing I can say about Sean is that he's always cash cat he's always been forward thinking. He's always, always kind of knew what was going to go on. I mean, mm-hmm. Eric, we're talking about back over back in 2007. Like, he was one of the first people to say, yo, let's put this on USB. Like, literally, 2006, mm-hmm. 2007, like, before that was a thing, mm-hmm. he said, oh, we're going to put this album on a USB drive. We're going to hand it out. Because at that time, people were handing out sample CDs and mixtapes hand to hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he said, nah, we ain't about to do that. We about to do that. So, you know, mm-hmm. he just kind of always kind of known yo, how yo, Trey, yeah. it used move. to be funny because as soon as I said that, right, everybody like, man, the, the, the dudes in the hood ain't going to be using no iTunes. They not going to be streaming. The dudes in the hood don't know how to use a USB. That's what that's what the crew was telling me. Right, Darrell? That's what, that, yeah. that's what they were telling me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. in the hood talking to these niggas. The crew, the people yeah. in the hood, the 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 gangsters, the drug dealers ain't gonna be able to do this. I'm like, they're not the ones that's gonna press the button and that's gonna make us no money. Okay, y'all don't wanna listen to me. We could still do the hand-to-hand CDs and then that shit started tanking and that shit wasn't working and everybody started asking for USBs and I'm looking like this here. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's real. I, I, was, I was literally in the room. I was in the, I was, in fact, that sweetest apartment. Yep. That's where we was at. And everybody so, was looking but, at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> then all of a sudden they flip. Like two months later, it flipped. Mm-hmm. Now everybody, man, how we going? We got to catch up. We got, nah, nigga. We was, above, we been was at ahead the head of the, of the line. Y'all don't want to listen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? People are scared for new environments and they're scared of expansion. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I remember, um, I even remember, it's always been like that. You know what I mean? Once you get past 40, if you're still rapping, somebody always got something to say. You know, because you're doing sure. what they're either scared to do or what not capable of doing. Exactly. And you I, know what I'm saying? And, and, so, and, and, yeah. And the, the generation gap is only what we allow it to be. Like, I'm not trying to do what these young niggas do. Yeah. Nah. I've actually it, I've it, actually lived life and been through experiences. They're talking about things mm-hmm. that they fantasize about and wonder how it might be. I lived that shit. Word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's Word. not worth talking about. But you're still young enough to think that it has value. You know what I'm saying? And, that's and like it's, being at this age space. talking about selling drugs. I think that's such yeah. the most corny thing ever in the dude, planet, dude, y'all, y'all heard what Fat Joe you heard, y'all heard what Fat Joe said that he doesn't lie about 95% of his rap. Fat Joe, Fat lied. Joe lied to y'all too. He, 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 he lied. lied. He only saying that to stay he off lied. the radar, bro. Yeah, because he old now. He don't want to be attached to that shit. He lied. Yeah. That's I mean, he, he he exaggerated a lot of shit like everybody does, but he wasn't lying 95% of the time. Yeah, Fat Joe only said that because he know that he should. That's things that have been going on. If you yeah. if you're a real you're a real one in this game, you already know right. what Fat Joe is. I would have said that too. I'd have said that. Yeah. Too. He like y'all ain't trying to get no Rico. Y'all better stop yeah. it. Don't compare me with none of that yeah. shit that's going on over there. I done been to jail. I'm not going back. Right. I lied. Just like I told you, I ain't, I ain't I ain't never had no hoe. That's how you gotta do it. I ain't never had no hoe. I'm with you, Trey. (laughs) I've been monogamous all my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey yo, so let's let's go with this topic. I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to see the room reaction. <laughs> Southwest Airlines has a new seat policy. Interesting. Southwest Airlines is praised for their customers of size policy. <laughs> oh, the big that allows seat. overweight flyers to purchase yeah. one seat and get another seat complimentary, even okay. on a full flight. 
trying to get back like <laughs> So I watched this video where this lady was pissed, crying. Her and her um, two sons were in Baltimore trying to go back overseas where they're from. They got kicked off of their flight, their seat for a oversized person. Hmm. They lost their seats because of it. Mm. And oh, they would not, they would not, um, they would not, no, no one fixed it. No one put them on another flight. Mm. They had to wait for the next day to jump on another flight. And, um, and they act like they didn't want to, um, you know, help they them out for that mm. because they were doing their new, um, policy. They what are your thoughts on the, the plus size? Fly Delta, man. I'm team Delta all day, bro. I changed yeah. my mind. After flying yeah. Delta to Cali, man, I'm just team Delta, man. Everything was wonderful. Delta. I got extra I got extra snacks. I was watching the movies. Okay, how much it cost? I mean, yeah. Delta. That's all we fly. Delta yeah. and American. Yeah. I fly nah, American okay. sometimes, but mostly Delta. I mean, the key to Delta is just at least get your flight two, three weeks at a time. You're fine. If you get a last minute, yeah, they're gonna bop you in the top of the head. Yep. <laughs> but that's ridiculous, bro. Cause I yeah. mean Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, if you want to cater to the um obese. I mean that's fine. You don't want to alienate them, cool. but don't don't put me off the flight. Yo, yeah. I'm about to I'm about to start I'm about to start bitching about the tall person policy there. Right. Let me get this. Let me get the two seats in front of me, yo. I well, need the seat in front of me my too. My legs long. My legs long. You're, you're you're taller than me by a little bit, but nah, I, hate they, I hate when they I hate I hate when they kind that damn seat back. So I know you got a problem with that. Oh, shit. bro, I kick their seat. I make you gonna put your seat back up. You, you, ain't, you, ain't, you are not at home. What is your problem? You, you're not gonna right. recline your seat in front of me. <laughs> Erica, tell you. Remember that person? We was on our way to Puerto Rico. Yeah. This motherfucker had the nerve to recline their seat. Guess what I did? I stuck my knee up high in the back of their seat, and I kept vibrating my leg. They kept looking back, and I kept looking at them. I'm like, you want to recline? Cool, go ahead and recline. You nah, have but right you, to recline, but you're gonna be uncomfortable for this three hour flight. You're gonna be uncomfortable. You have, yeah, you, you have, about to make you me do, you have a, a right to recline, but I paid for my seat as you did as well. Yeah. You, you can't recline with me here, so you need to talk to the stewardess. Get you another seat. Yep. Or exactly. or fly first class if you want to have a have, have yeah, you know that's extra room. Option. Or, or get or get the um I mean the exit or get the business class. Then they, or they, 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 they could tell him, then they could tell him fly first class with your long ass legs. Hey, they need to tell that fat person to go fly first class with their big ass. Now, fat person is exactly. a different problem. A person, <laughs> a person can not recline their seat and be okay. That fat person is going to remain fat for the rest of that flight. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I don't listen. I'm, I'm like this, and oh my! Every time I go to Cali, this conversation comes up with somebody, man. Uh huh. It's, it's a shame that in America, obesity has become acceptable, yes. and you feel sorry for people that are obese. Not now, some people have health conditions. Some yeah. people have medications they take with steroids in them that inflate them or whatever. Yeah. But that's a different situation. First of all, America feeds us a lot of food that's banned in other countries. Oh, yeah. Because of what it does. And Trey, let me tell you something. When I go to Europe, like you could tell in Europe, the food, first of all, the food's way better. Well, and they believe in portion control over there. So it's like they don't want everything in Europe is small. The beds, the bathroom, mm -hmm. the shop, everything. I didn't, I didn't Why? Because, the bathroom, though. Yeah. So, been, so, so, so. But yeah, they believe, they don't eat they don't eat the shit we eat over here. They do not eat that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, have y'all ever watched the videos of the little European kids, the little um the yeah. um <laughs> the um the London London kids eating drinking American foods? 
Mm-hmm. Yo, they be like, they drink our soda and they were like, it is all sugar. Yeah. Like, how can y'all <laughs> drink this? It's not good. They're not used to the taste. They're not used to the They had, they had the Popeye's down. chicken sandwich and they was like, we don't get why when when the chicken get this big. Right. <laughs> you look at yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't, yeah. We, we it's try like the stuff just when you go to Europe, when I go to, like they don't the, the food is way better over there. You can eat more of it because you're not gonna gain as much weight because it's just uh-huh. it, it's not cooked, it's cooked, it's it's just the, for instance, you go to steak and shake in mm. France, they mm. give you a real gourmet burger, not mm. the trash we eat here, a real like a restaurant type burger like that you have to go sit down and get you know how we have steak and shake here the stuff they give us here go to the mcdonald's in in in, um japan yo mcdonald's in japan son the the one time i've been to japan the mcdonald's there is a five-star restaurant the food is fire you you know know, yeah you be like yo why is the food so fresh and in in steak and steak and and you get beer and wine and first and i went to a country called luxembourg it's close mm-hmm. to Germany. So when they, they give you a real chicken wing, so you're not no chicken nugget, they give you get real chicken wing and beer oh, in wow. McDonald's. And it's normal. It's that's normal over there. That's nothing, that's no big deal. That's just, that's how they do it. But I think that, you know, like you said, they feel a lot of the stuff we eat here in America is trash. Mm-hmm. You know, and people walk every people in Europe, they bicycle everywhere. One yeah. of the reasons why I want to get um my mobility yeah. scooter, by the way, I did get approved for that. All right, yeah, good job. Get your, get your um, So yeah. yeah, so so I want when I travel so that in Europe, so I can no, I don't have to get an Ubers everywhere because that would be that would be killing me to go five to go to go five minutes to the hotel because everybody walks everywhere. Right, right. So yeah, they you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so yeah, so so but people walk and they buy and they take a lot of trains so. and all that stuff too. Yes, train exactly. Works and, well. and, you go from one different. country to the next country for thirty dollars on the train. Yeah. Yes, wow. exactly, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's so fire. Once, yo. once you get into Europe, once you get into Europe, it is so easy to travel. But like like Trey was saying, the, the the food we eat here is trash compared to what we eat. That's why I try to tell, that's why I try to encourage people to go to other parts of the world, especially from yeah. America. Travel yeah. to other parts of so you can have some appreciation for, you know. Hold on, that, that's a plan can. definitely for Erica it, next year. We going, you know, what I mean, we heading to Bali. We heading to a few different different spots. We got to travel the world. Got to get yeah. outside. I want to get Trey yeah. on one of those shows overseas. I think he a fucking go crazy over there. You know what All I'm right. saying? <laughs> that great beer <laughs> shit. He go over there. Go to go to New School Rules or something. I'll hit, I'll hit, I should have um, man. I should have. Sh- Actually, Trey, we got Trey, we got bro. It's still open. So if you want to, uh, the Mitchell showcase, the Mitchell is still open. We'll talk so about I it. I know, December, I know he got he got 20- some other bigger plans. He got some other situations. He's gonna have to make sure he got his um his ducks okay. in order for that okay. we want to. If not, we'll, if not, if not, we'll do it. We we'll now we can do it in twenty twenty five. Yeah. yeah, I think so, twenty twenty five would be great. because so, yeah. I'm gonna go to. So Trey, yeah, I'm gonna be his hype yeah. man. Yeah. Over you. <laughs> No, look, look, Jimmy, look, look. And like, by the way, they don't care about oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Mack can perform. He's going. So, so I'm like I said, man, son. I'm so, be his hype man. I'm be in the background with the mic. I'm to all his ad libs. Yo, yo, E, what you think about it, man? You got a, um, you got an issue with the fat policy? <laughs> uh, I, that it's not right. Um, I know they, you know, Southwest been into some stuff lately yeah, and they trying to get back on top, but yeah. that is not the way to get back on top. 
Yeah, don't kick nobody yeah. off. Don't kick. Yeah, if people yeah. pay for if people pay for their seats. Yeah, like, like come on, like yeah, cause like you said, <laughs> like, you know, like Erica said, the Southwest been on some bullshit lately, yeah, so they they try to get back, back on it. That's, that's that's some management problems. When they put that in effect, they really didn't think they would be in a situation where they would have had to have made that decision. And they yeah. made a decision that to a regular person makes no sense. But they're thinking of it as if, okay, we promised, I'm going to use the word obese. They, mm-hmm. We promised these obese people this. Mm-hmm. And if we don't honor this, we're going to get sued. Yes. So I'll take a chance on kicking these, this woman and her child off, because I don't think they'll sue mm-hmm. as quickly as this obese person. So I'm going to take a chance and kick them off. Now, they should have got a refund for their flight and a free that's flight what I was or something. And a free At least flight. A refund. Now, yeah. if you want to do damage control, that should have been done. Yeah. Um, and according to how you said it, I'm sure that wasn't done. No, no, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Da- damage control should have been put in place for that because they inconvenienced that woman in ways yeah. that they don't yeah. imagine because they don't know what that woman had to go through yeah. or right. went through because me. of that. And I wasn't right. on it. So you All get right, two seats because you obese? I mean, yeah. shit, let me let me get an extra seat because I'm swole. Right. <laughs> nah, I ain't about to do it. 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 You don't need to Al- do it. Yo, Ali, you was right there, boy. I was about no, to look on that shit. Bro, listen, that oh, seat oh. was like, but I had a whole row when I went, uh-huh. and when I came back, there was nobody next to me. So I was. Oh, going. okay. Yeah, now nah, that's the best. That's the best. <laughs> All right, man. Um, yo, we're going to end it there. I just wanted to do some quick hit topics. You know what I mean? Two, okay, two quick right. hits. You know, just get the podcast vibe and feel. But it was yeah. mostly about everyone getting to um know who we are and know we what we do. I want to personally thank you all. Like, no bullshit. I want to personally thank you all for just working with me, um, being a part of this network. Um, sometimes dealing with my shit, you know what I mean? My, uh, some of my inconsistencies, <laughs> some of my overthinking. Um, I love you all. Like, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. Trey, any last words from you? Well, I thought she was going to do quick hits. No, nah, no, nah, we done, bro. Oh, well. <laughs> that was my quick hits. Those two. Okay, those two okay. Times. Well, <laughs> let's normalize not caring. When we're unwanted, mm. let's let's create our own surroundings, just like you do with this podcast. When you create your own surroundings, create your own levels of expression, and just build, man. Take the blessings the universe gives you, man, and build from there. Brick by brick, build something solid that can't nobody knock down unless you allow it to be knocked down. See, that's why Put I asked him to you. do the quick hits. Darrell, you got anything you want to add? Hey, man, just continue to chase your dreams. I got some cool things coming, you know, um, and that's what I love about this podcast man and, and you know about being able to do something that I love that, as an expansion of my brand everything I do now is an expansion of current Inspire brand and that's what this podcast is and I'm yeah. excited for 2024 so yeah man that'd be it yeah so um, I would like to say thank you for everyone being a part of the podcast network Yeah, because she is a um, co-owner that's right yeah. yes, so yes, yes. I believe with us Everybody doing something different on our pod, even with Sky. And sorry, he's not here, but everybody does something different. And I think that what makes us unique. We all don't do the same thing. And also, you know, just thank you to our listeners mm-hmm. because without you guys, you know, we wouldn't be here. So thank just you. thank you for being a part of the Got What You Need Network family. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> like, like everybody said, I'm Tarshawn This is who I am. And we are out. Thank you all. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and all that good.